0: Good morning. Let's open in prayer. Lord, we thank you for your love, your guidance, and your grace. We thank you for sustaining us from day to day. We thank you for your abundant provision. Lord, we want to pray after this tragedy that has occurred in Israel that you would bless the Israeli people. I pray, Lord God, for their protection. I pray, Lord God, that you would you would gather them to your bosom, Lord, and protect them. I pray, Lord God, that you would help put a stop to every uh, tragedy. I pray, Lord God, that those that were kidnapped will be found and alive and that they will be protected. Come on their behalf, Lord, and bring them home safely to their families and put an end to to these military terrorist strikes against homes and apartments in Israel. Lord, bless Israel with your presence. Holy Spirit, I ask that you come and hover and lead this service. Prepare our hearts for the word that you have given me, and Lord, let every word from my mouth be ordained by you. And if I should even attempt to speak anything that you do not want me to speak, Lord, put a watch over my mouth, lest I sin against you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. So the title for today is Building Self-Control. So, why do we struggle with self-control? Why is this an issue? Why do we need self-control? Some of you may know this and some of you may not but my degree is... I actually have two and the bachelor's degree is in psychology and one of the things that they talk about is when we are doing something pleasurable we have three chemicals in the brain that release when we're doing something that we enjoy when we are seeking something that makes us happy um, our body will route our neurons and our new pathways will be routed so that these chemicals will get to certain areas of of the brain so that every time we do this activity and we will find pleasure in it but we will have to do the activity more and more to get the same amount of dopamine release that we got the last time that we did this activity. So, if you're like, I'm a gamer. I I used to spend hours playing games. I don't do that anymore because I have realized that that was a stronghold in my life, but I would spend hours playing the video games. At first, it was only I, I, you know I could only I only had to play for like 30 minutes to you know find my happy place and 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 I was enjoyable and then it became an hour and then an hour and a half and two hours and before I knew it I could spend seven hours playing computer video games this used to be very frustrating for my family they did not want me spending that much time playing video games they wanted my presence with them they wanted me to be doing things with them and I realized that I needed to stop playing video games. It was just, it was, and I still sometimes will play for a few minutes, but I I don't, I don't get pleasure in it anymore the way I used to. And I was wasting my time playing these video games. So I had to make a change. In order to make that change, I had to get into the word of God. Because for me, video games had become an addiction. So if you find pleasure in doing something that is time wasting or not good for you or you know that it's sinful and trust me, you know that you're you're doing something wrong. You, you You know that you're not supposed to be doing it or you know that you're wasting your time doing it. The first thing you have to do is you have to get into the Word of God. Now, 1 Corinthians, let's get our Bibles out. 1 Corinthians 9, 25 through 27 says, Every athlete exercises self-control in all things. They do it to receive a perishable wreath but we an imperishable. So I do not run aimlessly. I do not box as one beating the air, but I discipline my body and keep it under control, lest after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified. Now this is Paul and he's, he's talking to the Corinthians and in Corinth, they had these uh, races. They had uh, chariot races, foot races. They they It was almost like an Olympics games kind of thing and they would run for this wreath that the the winner got a wreath and got money he what he's saying is that the wreath is you know will come and go the money will come and go but our eternal life our eternal spirit is imperishable our bodies are perishable but our, our spirits are not we do not want to run aimlessly we have to be self-discipline, keep ourselves in self-control, not just do whatever we want to do because we feel it makes us feel good. Because while everything is permissible, not everything is good for us, right? Second Timothy seven says, For God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. So we have a spirit that is built to have self-control. We need to learn how to use that. And Luke 8, 1, I'm sorry, Luke 8, 11 says, now the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. The ones along the path are those who have heard. And then the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts so they may not believe and be saved. Now, when Jesus was talking about this, he was explaining the parable of the sower, but here's what I got from this word. I want—I'm going to read this this half, the second half again, and I want you to, to to get what I got. Then the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts, so that they may not believe and be saved. I want you to to capture that. Chew on it for a second. Satan can go into our hearts when we receive this word, when we're receiving the word of God into our hearts, into our ears, into our minds, into our spirits, into our hearts. Satan is able to take away the word from our hearts so that we will not believe and be saved. That is why we are supposed to capture every thought. This is the reason why Jesus said, capture every thought. So that satan can't steal it we have to take hold of it we have to chew on it we have to listen to it over and over and over again that's why you need to be in the word of god reading it hearing it listening to it you should always be that should be a part of your daily practice is listening to the word of god listening to the bible reading the bible if you if you can but if you can't you need to be listening to the Bible and and meditating on it. We have to capture what God is saying, or Satan will steal it, so that we will not believe and we will not be saved. This is so important. Like this, that that is like one of the words. When I got this and I read that because I've read it over and over and over again, but it didn't like cat. I didn't catch it. And then when I did, I thought, oh Lord, this is the reason why we forget. So I started journaling years ago because if I write down all of the good things that God has done for me, if Satan takes that memory away, I still have wrote it down. So I go back to my journals at at certain times in my life when when I'm feeling down and I'm feeling like I'm in a dry place and like, I can't like I know that I'm being tested or I just feel spiritually dry like I have not gotten a good a good feeding of the Word of God recently because I've been so busy and let so many busy things this is the reason why we have to have self-control because these little side things like playing video games or it could be anything if we're not self-disciplined to stay in the Word of God we will get spiritually dry. So I write down and I write and I, and I started this practice long before I started doing the, the video games. So I would write down the things that God did for me every time it God. And I wasn't journaling every day, but it was like whenever I would see something that God was doing for me, or I was looking back at something and I said, Oh wow, God, you were in that. I would write that down so I wouldn't forget and then when i feel hopeless when i am sad when i am just struggling with understanding where i'm supposed to be or what i'm supposed to be doing i will go back to those old journals and i will read through and i have a journal that's just what god's done for me and i will read about the things oh oh i remember that oh that was a wonderful i remember that thank you lord and it brings us back to gratitude. This will put us in a position where we are thinking about God and the things that He has done for us and we will have gratitude in our hearts and it will change our way of thinking about what we're going through, right? It can turn our mind back to God and back to the way that, that God wants us to live our lives. So let's look at Mark eleven twenty three. Mark eleven twenty three 23 says, truly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will come to pass, it will be done for him. That word says to me, it's not about willpower, right? Mark eleven twenty three. 23, it's not about willpower. When we exercise willpower, as soon as the battle is over, that makes us easy picking for temptation to come in, for Satan to come in and mess with us. Willpower is not supposed to be used for the self-control because willpower is in our own power. We need to pray for Jesus to open a window to help us get through whatever battle we're going through. We need to stop multitasking. Because when we multitask, we drain our resources. And if we're trying to do things in our own willpower, our victory will become tarnished. So it's not about willpower. Point number two, we are to create new habits. Pastor John Ortberg said, Habits eat willpower for breakfast. We need to look at our habits. We have tons of them. We need to be weeding out our habits. The path to pleasure is always well-worn, right? It's well-worn. I've got a well-worn path to those video games. We all have well-worn paths to pleasure, but we need to create a path to doing the right thing, to reading the Word of God, to listening, to uh the Bible on, on audio, to listen to sermons, to, to go to church, to go to um, Wednesday night services, to do Bible studies, to do the things that we know that God wants us to do. We need to create paths. We need to weed them. We need to weed those paths so that they are cleared out and we it, it becomes our easy way to to go. If you're spending your time in pleasure, let's say, okay, I'm just going to give you some examples. So if you're gambling and you're wasting your money gambling, use that money to tithe. Tithe. If your pleasure go-to is shopping and you're wasting money shopping, tithe. Give it to God. I guarantee you that you will get a return unlike anything you've ever seen. If you stop taking your money and wasting it on things and giving it to God, if you're drinking, uh, let's say that uh, you, you go to the bar. Don't go to the bar. Go pray. Go read your Bible. Stop wasting your time, energy, and money on things like that. Smoking, pray or read the Bible. That's how I quit smoking. I actually, um, for three days, I said, Lord, I'm giving this to you, and I'm asking you to take the smoking away. I want you to take it away from me completely, but I had to change my habits. So he took the will of, he took the cravings away. He took, well, yeah, He, I'm going to go ahead and stand on that. He took the cravings away. He took the addiction away. But I still had a bad habit, and I had to overcome that habit. It took me three days, three days to kick the habit of smoking once I gave it to him. And what I, what I said was, Lord, take the addiction away from me. If you'll take the addiction away from me, I will make new habits. I will do something else. And so I started to pray whenever I wanted to go out and have a cigarette because I didn't I never smoked in my house. So I would go outside to smoke. But I had a habit of every time I ate, I would go smoke. And I said, "Lord, you take this away from me and I will change my habits." And that's what I had to do. So what i did was every time i wanted to go have a cigarette i would go get my bible and i would go read and i would read and after about two or three minutes and that habit would the the wanting to go and do that would pass i would have to get through that point of just reading the bible and letting my my will be broken and after three days i stopped wanting to go have a cigarette and i started wanting to go read the bible and so, you absolutely can change addictions by reading the Bible or praying. If you have a habit of overeating, which is another issue that I have sometimes. And or my thing is, is, if I'm in front of the TV, I have a habit of wanting to go get a snack. And I'm not sure where that came from, but it, it's, it's, it's a habit that I have had to try and break. And I've actually been working on that recently. Is to not go get a snack just because I'm watching TV and so what I've actually started doing is I just turned it like if I'm watching TV and I start wanting to go get a snack I've started stopping myself and then I just I just turn the TV off and go get my Bible and go read because I have to stop the habit you have to stay rooted in God and we have to master self-control by giving all of our control to Him willpower should only be used to make this choice willpower should never be used to get through the problem it should only be used to make the choice to give the control to God does that make sense so self-control is a fruit of the Spirit go to Galatians 5 22 through 23 and this says But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control against such things there is no law. So this is a fruit of the Spirit. If you are rooted in God, this should be your fruit. Don't ever feel like I'm condemning you for any of this. Like I I deal with my own self-control issues. But the way that I deal with it is to go to God. And I want you to uh, get your Bibles out because I don't have this scripture on a slide. Sorry about that. Um, Psalm 37, 4. Psalm 37, 4. And the reason why I don't have a slide for this is the Lord gave me this this morning. He said, Psalm 37, 4 says, Delight yourself in the Lord and He will give you the desires of your heart. Now, as I sat with the Lord on this word this morning, this is what He said. He said, you used to delight in playing video games. You used to delight in eating while you were watching TV. But now you delight going into my word. You see, if you give your desires to him, if you ask him to help you with self-control and you delight yourself in the Lord, you will start to enjoy spending time with God and he will put his desires in your heart and then you will desire the things that he desires does that make sense so your desires become his desires and his desires become your desires if you'll change your habits and seek him and delight yourself in the lord that is the wonderful thing about god all right so that is all that i have for you today and i'm sure that that's a lot of you're going oh That was a lot. Let's close out in prayer, shall we? Heavenly Father, I thank you and I praise you. And as we leave here today, Lord, help us to get through this. Help us to get through our own issues with chasing after pleasures that do not help us, that do not make our lives better. Help us to turn to you. Help us to turn to your word. Help us to turn and follow you. Take the desires of our heart, Lord, and give us your desires for us to seek after. And Father, bless all of our days with your grace, your guidance, and your provision. Bless Israel, Lord, and keep everyone in Israel safe. Keep us safe. Watch over us as we walk through our week. We pray your sustaining presence to go with us. Help and bring us, help us through the week and bring us safely back to your house again. Thank you, Lord, for your many blessings. Thank you, Lord, for all of the tithes and offerings that we have received through the week so that we may bless other ministries and sow into other people and other um, blessings that you have. And thank you for your faithfulness to us as we are faithful to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.